Hello and welcome to the Mandalorian Review Show on the Mark with the Movie Blog podcast feed. Every week we review each episode of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and as always, I am joined by Jay Wade. Wade, how's it going? Dude, boom, we get to talk about Boba Fett! Actually, no. <laughs> I thought we were going to be talking about Boba Fett at some point, but we apparently aren't. Uh, today we're covering The Mandalorian Chapter 7, The Reckoning, directed by Deborah Chow and written by John Favreau. So, Wade, what'd you, what'd you think? Uh, it was probably... Uh... It, I'd say probably because I'm just not quite yet to make this uh, make this uh, final switch yet in my uh, in my favorite episodes, but this just might be my favorite now. Um, it was just I don't know I can't explain it. It was just really good. It had me from start to end. Um, and if this is if 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 Deborah Chow's first episode and then especially this one that she directed in this first season of The Mandalore are any indications at all of yeah. what we're going to get from her in uh, in Obi-Wan, then, well, man, mm-hmm. I- I'm just busting at the seams and I don't want to wait however long it's going to be yeah. for Obi-Wan. I'm already I'm already starting to think past Mandalore season two and and desiring Obi Wan. So yes, Deborah did a great job. It was great written, great directed um, uh, direction rather, and yeah, I loved it, man. It was a great episode. I absolutely loved it as well. I I loved Deborah Chow directing it. I I episode three was not my favorite, but it is still amazing. Uh, this one might be my favorite of the season. I, I'm not sure. I really loved episode four, but uh, this one might be my favorite. I loved getting like it kind of tied everything back together. The complaints we've had about the last two or three episodes, it kind of tied it back in. What'd you feel about the length? Because I think this um, was one of the longest episodes, but it yeah. didn't feel it. No, no, it didn't. Um, although I will say the second time I watched it, I felt it a little bit, okay. but not much. And it wasn't one of those, excuse me, uh, it wasn't one of those um, how much longer is left kind of things, uh-huh. which I did have about five of those moments in a movie that I just saw the other <laughs> we'll night. Talk about that We're later. not going to get into that. Um, but I had no moments where I was wondering what time it was as in, is it going to be over soon? It okay. just, there was like one point where, where I don't, the thought was kind of along the lines of, man, it seems like this episode's already been going on for a while. How long is it? Cause I hadn't ever uh-huh. checked it the first time I watched it. Okay. Uh, no complaints at all with the length. It Yeah, it was longer, but it didn't feel like it was too long at all. So, no, no that's great. Uh, do you have anything in the uh, in, in of the more general uh, discussion you want to talk about with this episode? Um, it just it was it was great to see. Uh, it was great to see a shitload of stormtroopers. Yes. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, in general, no, I don't, man. All right. It just, uh, it just, it, it just was so good that there's, there's, there's nothing really that I can say other than I'm just ready to get into it personally. All right, then uh, this is pretty quick, but we are going to do our break now to hear about some other Merc with the Movie Blog shows, and then our spoiler section will probably be a little bit longer this time around. So uh, we'll be back after the break. 
Hello everybody, Jay Wade and Kaylin here to tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kaylin's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with the Movie Blog feed and remember to rate, share and subscribe and as always, enjoy. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey, it's Sarah, and I'd like to tell you about Afterlife. It's a weekly Collider Live after show podcast where Mike, Sean, and I give our takes on Roxy and Dorena's annex, on Yodi's producing skills, and whatever Cody and Alex are up to in that booth. In addition to having guests, we expand on the crew's discussions and add our own craziness in the mix. You can find the show on Merkwin and Movie Blog Feed on all the podcasting platforms. See you soon! All right, we're back. Take a listen to those shows. Wade, how did SCN Afterlife go last night? Uh, it went extremely well, man. We uh, we had Nerd Chronic on for an interview, and then after that, we came back out of the break, and Winston Marshall joined us, and that was just – it was hilarious, as always, dude. He was he was a pleasure. Talked a lot of Schmodown. We talked a lot about dodgeball because he's in a dodgeball <laughs> league. Uh, at least one dodgeball league, uh, but they've got a big tournament coming up and told Ooh. us about some uh, some uh, some big dodgeball and other sporting event type things that he likes to go to in other cities. So, yeah, it was a good time. We talked uh, we talked a lot of good stuff and had some really great laughs. That's awesome. Uh, when am I going to be on? When is my my interview thing airing? Is that next week? Um, well, uh, I, I don't want to say who it is or whatever, but I just wanted to know when i was on an interview for your show i don't i'm not i won't say any specifics but when is that going up uh, that will be up never because never? we had okay. to can it oh um cool yeah it, it and i meant to tell you in private but since yeah. you brought it up here i'll go okay. ahead and tell you that um you just you talk too much to be honest we'd asked you for 20 yeah. minutes and yeah. it ended up being about an hour and 10 minutes so and yeah. there was no way to cut it out no, without pretty much butchering everything you said because you talked yeah. for an hour. So yeah, nonstop. nonstop. I don't think I guess even spoke spoke once. To be honest, I, I don't recall even ever going. Mm-hmm. 
But that's going up at some point. Uh, Mike and I did After Live last night, and that was uh, weird. It was a it was a shorter episode. It was a holiday episode. But yeah. now let's get into the in depth discussion, the spoiler discussion. I have notes written down that you can see, Wade. But I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to talk right. about something that's not on the notes. We're going into spoiler territory, and you know what? I'm going to say it now for this specific thing. We're going into spoilers on the Rise of Skywalker as well. All right, Ooh, there's something in this episode that relates to the Rise of Skywalker, and I'm just going to cover the tracks. What I'm about to say in 10 seconds is spoilers for both The Mandalorian and The Rise of Skywalker. So 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You better have left because Force Healing, Wade, and Cannon, Baby Yoda healed grief karga and then we saw ray heal kylo ren and kylo ren healed ray and all that in the rise of skywalker so what did you think of that introduction in the mandalorian um i don't know i mean i i i don't i don't really care all that much uh i care more that it was used in the movie that just came out yeah. um that kind of really bugs me but um but no in this context in this show it didn't bother me too much, uh, and I think that was mainly because it was Baby Yoda, and Baby Yoda's uh, grown on me so much. Yeah. But um, I, I am kind of torn. It's not bothered me, and I've not thought about it at all. Uh, but but now that you've asked me, and I am thinking about it, I don't I I don't know how I feel because it's just one of those where it's not a big deal, whatever. But uh-huh. it does kind of. It does kind of, okay, I'm just going to, okay, yeah, yeah it, it brings into question in my mind something then from the prequels, which maybe would ruin Anakin's arc. Yeah, um, I, I've had that thought. Yeah, because if there's force healing, then why would why would Anakin, rather, need to go to the dark side to save Padme from dying, who wouldn't have died anyway and if he hadn't gone to the dark side so i don't know it's just it's tricky man it's a fine line dude with we'll talk about this more at some point but with the movie that just came out rise of skywalker a lot of the stuff to make it make sense i've had to kind of headcanon it and what i've kind of came up with for that is that maybe it's more of a technique that ray found in the ancient jedi texts and not uh, not one that would have been widely known enough. But I don't know. It, it bothers me too. It bothers me too that um, I wish that it wouldn't have bothered me if Ben had just done it at the end, because then it's like, oh, he's doing what Anakin couldn't do, and you, if, as long if it wasn't a technique, right? If it mm. was just something that happened. If it wasn't like there's clearly a precedent for this happening, or if Ray had done it at the end, I don't care who does it. But if somebody had just done it at the end and there had not been a precedent for it i think that would have worked a little bit better for me because then it's kind of like yeah they just it was just something that happened it was just the force moving of its own will and it's not something that can really be recreated but the fact that it is recreated multiple times in the movie um i think is a little troublesome because the kind of the way i read the baby yoda scene is he just wants to alleviate this pain and he doesn't really know what he's doing right right you know? Right, because I was going to ask: Does that kind of, in a roundabout way, does that kind of take away uh, a, a little bit of the significance of Baby Yoda doing it? 
I don't think so. I think Baby Yoda was doing it more on instinct, and I think we don't exactly know what was going on in the movie, like a lot of the movie. Uh, I I just I'm I would be interested to find out where she learned how to do that because uh, it it does like because he's like you said if it's just like Luke was like yeah here's this technique that every Jedi knows it's like why why you know yeah. why why did everything happen with Anakin if this is the case but if it was something that was just more instinct for her to do i guess maybe but even then if it was that easy why did nobody ever try it, it's it opens up a whole can of worms uh yeah. but in yeah. this episode and more more specifically i'll ask you this how did you feel about it technically having the rise of skywalker call back to the tv show did you even I, think about it while you were watching you like, oh yeah, I thought work. about it instantly because well, you saw my uh, my notes that I started making oh, yeah. of my issues with Rise of Skywalker, and one of them says Baby Yoda heals Kylo. Oh wait, yeah. that was right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I thought of it instantly. Now that what it wasn't surprising that there was some sort of mention that us sweaties would understand yeah. the general audience. They wouldn't get it. Like yeah. anyone who's not seen. Mandalorian, they don't have a clue about the healing thing and no. Baby Yoda having done it. They don't get it. But for us, we get it, and it's a little nod to us. Yeah. Um, but I don't uh, – it, it wasn't the kind, of, the kind of connection I was thinking would happen, which you and I uh, got into to a yeah. debate the, the night before uh, the Rise of Skywalker came out. I thought I was pissing you off because it was we – <laughs> we were debating through typing. Yeah, so it, and it's hard to read people, and I thought I was pissing you off. I don't no, know if fine. I was, but um, – so it wasn't the connection that I thought we were going to get, but I wasn't surprised at all that there was that there was at least some sort of a connection. I was a little surprised there was a connection. Um because uh, like what I what I told Wade was I didn't think there was going to really be any connection to the Mandalorian. Uh, so I was I was a little surprised that there was even this connection, but it is a minor one. I did want to bring it up. A minor we one. Were talking about well, I mean, it's dude, not like they, they were it like was healing, dude. In, in yeah, a, it, yeah. But what I what I mean is it's a minor connection. So it wasn't like oh, okay, yeah, right, right. Baby Yoda on the moon of right. Endor. It was like right. you know what minor I minor mean? as in it was for us sweaties who yeah, 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 really yeah. would get it. I get I get you now. I get it. No, the ability is a very uh probably a crucial component of yeah, the Rise of Skywalker plot. So Yeah. I, I meant more the connection to the Mandalorian being mine. Right, right. I get you now. <laughs> While we're on the conversation of Yoda and Force users, I'm going to throw in another thing that's not in the notes. Yoda Force choked the shit out of some people in this episode. Oh, yeah. That was crazy, dude. That was so cool. I mean, it was cute that he thought he was <laughs> defending the Mandalorian, but yeah. still, it's like, dude, you little fucker. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. I loved that. I oh, that was stop. So cool. She's my friend. <laughs> Yeah, it, cool. it was great, man. Wow. Right. Did you did you see that coming? Like when no. he raised his hand, no. did, was that what you thought was going to happen? No, not at all. And I think that there's some interesting stuff to be raised with that. The fact that, I mean, I would not say that Baby Yoda is an inherently dark creature, but uh, maybe we're going to find out. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he massacres everybody on Navarro next episode. That would episode. be great. Uh 
but he just went for it. He went straight into a, what we consider to be a dark sided ability. And I think that could raise some interesting questions about the nature of the force that I don't think we're going to get. I would be surprised if we get, and I honestly think would be out of place in the show if we got, but yeah. maybe with Deborah Chow directing this episode and doing Mandalorian or uh, Obi-Wan, maybe we'll get more questions into the nature of the force and light side versus dark side in the Obi-Wan show. Yeah, and and because it's a baby Yoda, I mean, he doesn't. There, it's it's obvious that there was no ill intent there. Yeah, um, it was it was simply there's this person being Boba Fett, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, who has been who who took him away and has been protecting him and saving him time after time, and it's one of those where like that's all he knows is this person has been keeping me safe. And now someone is about to hurt him and I need to keep him safe. And, yeah. and, you, and it's obvious that there was no ill intent there. So um, as far as the is how quick he went to do it, you know, in his mind, it was more of I'm doing the right thing. I'm saving this yeah. person who has saved me time after time. But you're right in the sense that that is a complete dark side thing. And, uh, and, and, and it's going to be interesting because no matter where baby Yoda was coming from in that moment, like his reasoning for doing it, no matter how good spirited it was, um, now that seed of darkness has been planted within him regardless. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about how the intent wasn't to do something dark. It's it's interesting because like we've never seen it done without the kind of vicious intent that leads up to it yeah you know whenever we see it happen in any of the movies there's definitely uh just darkness leading into it and this one i felt was more subdued it was interesting i i'm interested to see what could possibly come from discussions of the force on the obi-wan show but as for that, we'll get into the actual stuff that I have written down now, Wade. So I want to start, I think chronologically this happens first. The Minoc attack uh, while the group is like gathered at the campfire. That was cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, for a split second, I thought I was in Game of Thrones, but it was okay. cool. Um, yeah. And I don't mean that as a knock. I just mean, you know, you just, obviously your mind goes there for a second, you know. Um, you expect da- Danny to come riding down on the on the dragon and just wipe everybody out with one big blast of fire. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know what those things were, and I was like, dude, just this would suck. You know, putting myself in that position of these huge, uh, I yeah. don't know what the hell. I, I almost said reptile type flying things, but I don't know what the fuck they are. But these huge things just flying around over you. It's dark. You can't really see much. And, I mean, dude, they took the blurbs, dude. What the hell? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, dude, that's when I would be brown in my britches, dude, when (laughs) when they took the blurbs, dude. Yeah. And I, 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 like, the larger part of the scene is I just enjoyed seeing everybody together. I enjoyed seeing all these characters that we kind of had been wondering about come together. And, I mean, we said episode two, we thought that was the last episode that we were going to see. Um, what's his name? The Ugnot, but he was back in this one. I loved seeing him again. Loved seeing Nick oh. Nolte. Uh, because as you know, that's what he looks like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I loved seeing uh, Cara Dune again. Uh, I kind of thought maybe... Wait. I- IG-11 was in there, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he's now like a servant droid. I totally forgot. It's been like three days since I saw the episode. I totally forgotten he was in the episode. I love yeah. seeing him. I'm sure he'll be more in the next one because the next one is a Taika episode. But um, like, it felt like we were finally bringing everything together. And I, I loved that. I loved that we were bringing everything together. Yeah, but it did take a little long. And I understand how like each episode set up a, a, a different key component. But yeah. it still took, a, for it only being eight episodes, it, it took a while for us to get there, man. Yeah. This this doesn't seem, okay, now, you, you watch Battlestar Galactica, right? Uh, no. Okay, well. We I, had this sorry, discussion just, on Afterlife last night. I just no. assumed it was sci-fi. But anyway, uh, people who have, they'll get this reference, and even if you haven't, you'll still get it. Um, the the re- remake of Battlestar Galactica with Katie Sackhoff. Now, okay. originally, um, I don't know if they planned on making it. I mean, I know they had talked about making a five-season series, but the first thing they did was they made a mini-series, like a little mini-series movie, two-parter thing for sci-fi, okay. right? I okay. think it was sci-fi. So they did that, and then that was like the setup and the jumping off point for the actual series one through seasons one through five. And that's what season one of Mandalorian feel feels like to me. It feels like not the actual start of the series, but in a way in, in my, in my uh, description that I'm my comparison, uh-huh. it would be the mini series where it's the setup and the jumping off point for okay. the actual series to start which would be, in this case, season two of The Mandalorian. That's how it yeah. feels to me. It feels less of an actual season one and more of just a build-up for the actual series to start. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, I do think that this felt like part one of a two-part finale as well. Uh, so we'll be I'll be interested to see... Because this definitely le- definitely led into another episode, and it was much more serialized, like the show was towards the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing, talking about a a bit of a cliffhanger ending, Wade. Uh, oh yeah. You had a scene you wanted to pick. Well, yeah the the main thing that I liked was, uh, or maybe not liked, uh, I don't know, but the main thing that I that I was interested in or that I found interesting was, um, when in I don't moth. Is it Gideon? Yeah. Okay. Moff Gideon arrives, and oh. um, the the Imperial fella. Damn, I'm so terrible with these names. But uh, the Imper- yeah, I know you're talking about the client. Yes, the client who uh, who sent the Mandalorian originally after Baby Yoda. Yeah. He gets the hologram message from uh, Moff Breaking Bad. Yes. And it's telling him, you know, do you have the baby? The guy's like, yeah, we have the baby or whatever. And he, and he tells him pretty much, doesn't directly say it, but tells him, you know, no, you don't have the baby. Check again. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he, he blasts them and kills that guy yeah. and all of the, uh, his little stormtrooper uh, bodyguards. So I'm like, okay, well, are they technically together? And he just this guy's incompetence was was too too much to let him live, so they just blasted them all, and 
And also, you know, of course they're going for the Mandalorian and his crew that's in there. So he's just like, yeah, take them all out. This guy's incompetent anyway. Or is, uh, you know, is the Moff Breaking Bad, is he actually still officially whatever is left of the uh, Empire? And this other guy broke off from the Empire and is trying to be uh, a warlord or some sort of gangster lord. Um or is the is the client still a part of the empire? And now Moff Breaking Bad is a part of the first order. Maybe the the the, the very start of the first order. That's the thing that got me. The the questions are raised just by that. It could be as simple as like I said, the guy they they you know the guy's incompetent. It's time to get rid of him, and they need the Mandalorian dead anyway. So screw it, we'll just kill them all. But. It could be more than that, and that's what interests me about that specific bit. I'm very fascinated to find out what's going on with the Empire, and maybe we'll get some... Even if it's just a throwaway line at the end of the series of one of the for one of the Imperial people being like, yeah, we're going to go into the Unknown Regions and regroup with the rest of the fleet, like because that's where the First Order uh, rose from, is in the Unknown Regions, the remnants of the Empire after Jakku saying fuck this we're out this is too scary for us we're done emperor's dead the x-wings are really fast and really strong and we can't beat them uh so maybe at the end of the series if moff gideon's not dead he goes into the unknown regions or something and it's like oh yeah he was part of the first order but who knows we'll see what happens with that i was very fascinated in seeing the death troopers again oh yeah for sure i love the death troopers dude I got a, uh, I've got like a nineteen or twenty inch tall big fig of the death. Oh, troopers. that's awesome! Dude, I love it. It's great. Them and the to... hover trooper, the hover yeah. tank troopers. I love them too. Although I want to point out that when when Rogue One came out, uh-huh. those were called hover tanks. I have since okay. heard them just called tanks, and I think I know why. But we're going back to when it originally came out, and those those were referred to hover tanks. And I watched that movie, and you can see it in the movie. You can see tracks on the tank. And I think maybe that's why they, they've changed the reference to it. But I always wanted to know, why is it called a hover tank if it's got tracks on it? Now, in my mind, obviously, it was an editing mistake. Someone forgot to remove digital, digitally remove the, the tracks. Yeah. But still, I I always, it's weird whenever I'm like, you know, I look at my big fig of my hover tank trooper and I'm like, yeah, hover tank my ass. That thing had, had treads on it, dude. So. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I really, I really liked seeing any, any sort of Imperial presence in this, especially they're kind of a little more beat up. I liked seeing Gideon arrived in a TIE fighter, didn't he? Yeah, he did. That was that was Which, really cool. I also want to point out about that. Now, when like when the seat or the platformer would ever rose up and like he didn't climb, he didn't climb out of the actual cockpit. It like rose up like a platform. My thought, I was seriously. I'm looking at the at the uh, cockpit and I'm thinking, how does he get down? Because I didn't see any yeah. stairs, and I was <laughs> like, I want to. I was watching to watch him climb down from that uh-huh. thing and they didn't show it. Well, it's because he had two stormtroopers kind of, he, you know, he, he got his legs over the edge and they were staying there. And he's like, and they're like, all right, all right, hang on. Okay. Come on down. We got you. We got you. All right. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Mr. Gideon. We got you. Don't worry. All right. All right. Gently now. All right. Good job, Mr. Gideon. That's uh 
that's how that works. And, and then as soon as his feet hits the ground, he 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 like shoes their arms off off of yeah, him yeah, as if like, he didn't need their assistance me. in the first place. I could have done that myself. Uh, you know, <laughs> incompetent fools. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how that went. I can tell you that right now. Uh, I also want to talk about really quickly the cliffhanger ending, Wade. Yes. Those talk about fuckers it. have my child. Anyways. <laughs> They need to, they need to, and he's dead. Isn't the Ugnaught dead? Um, it would appear so. I mean, we don't, we, we don't, don't know. know for sure, but I, I would think so. Yeah. Um, because really in the, in, in the I, way everything I, went down, I guess what's that again? Queel. Sorry. I looked it up again. Quill. Um, the way everything went down, I think it would be fitting and it would suit the story. Well, if someone from the crew died and who better than he, than him, God damn it! I'm having so many issues right now. All right, we're okay. Cool. It's cool. Um, if some, uh, it, it would suit the story well, uh, especially in this case, if someone from the crew were to die, and who better than him, um, being that that uh, that voice of of uh, of reason and and lessons and wisdom, and dying protecting or trying at least yeah. to protect Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. I think that that would be a great ending for him if he did die, and if they if they made it so that he didn't die, I do think that that would take away just a little bit from the things that I just said. Yeah, I'm okay if he didn't die because I really like him and I don't want him. To I, die. I do too. He's great. I don't want him to die. But um, oh, if, real quick, he when he was doing okay. the whole um, when he was training, retraining uh, IG Eleven. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, but have you ever seen Kill Bill movies? No. Okay, it reminded me of of uh, Kill Bill Two when um, the bride is being trained by I think it's Pai Mei, um is his name. But it reminded me of like the old uh, the old samurai movies, which there's been a big discussion uh, as to whether or not this is a western or sam- samurai yeah. style, but. That was completely reminiscent of the old wise master training the young samurai um, in, in, in with lessons and all of that kind of stuff. That had that feel all over it, and I really liked that. That was cool. Yes, I, I thought that as well. I loved I loved that. I loved Queel. I hope he's not dead. If he is dead, it's okay, but... <sighs> All right, I want to talk about one last thing before we get out of here. The hopes for the finale next week is the last episode. We're done after that until season two. Uh, I, my, I'll tell you right away what I want to know. Hey, remember when we the last flashback we saw where there was a super battle droid pointing its blaster at baby Mando? Yeah. Yeah, I would really like to see the end of that scene. Me too. And I think we will. I think that... Um, and I think since it's the finale, I'm going to go ahead and double down and say Obi-Wan's lightsaber is going to come ripping through that battle droid. Since it's the last I'm episode, um, I'm, it's the last episode. It would be the big moment for the reveal. I think uh, if it's going to happen like that, that would be the point for it to happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, and what better way to set her up for the Obi-Wan series? Yes. Um, it, um uh, something that I that I'm hoping for is to finally get the confirmation that that uh, that Boba Fett did survive the <laughs> yes. Sarlacc pit. They have um, to reveal and, whoever that is. I need to know. 
Yeah. I mean, if if that isn't Boba Fett, then it's someone who stole his boots straight up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would that would be really cool to find out. And I'm not saying I mean, I'm just saying like even like just one shot to where we know for certain it's Boba Fett and then like two seconds. That's it. That's all that, that I'm hoping for. Just that confirmation. Now, introduce him a little bit in season two, that would be fine. But just to confirm that that was Boba Fett and that he did survive would be amazing. Yeah. I I just, I don't care if it's Boba Fett or not. I need to know who that was. I don't want to wait a right, year, right. however long to find out. Um, I want a cool action sequence. I think we're going to get a cool action sequence. I want an action sequence with Cara Dune, IG-11, and the Mando all fighting at once. Uh, that would be cool. I want that to be real cool. You think maybe the Mandalorians will get a uh, a, a um, appearance from the rest of his clan again? For sure, for sure, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with given how many stormtroopers there are, they yeah. need help. Yeah. Period. They need help. There's no way that they can pull this one out of their ass, dude. Um, so they need that help. Yeah. Do you think it ends on a cliffhanger? Oh, yes. Hell yes. Two. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah big right. one. Big one. All right. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm but, not. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, I'm stoked, but I'm, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to get hurt. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in quite a mood after the rise of, after the rise of Skywalker. So I just, I just want some hope in my, in my fantasy fairy tale series or, or story. Uh, I don't really have anything else. At the end of next episode, we're going to rank the entire series, the episodes. So we're not going to do that just yet. We'll do that tomorrow. So let's, uh, you have anything else before we go into the social plugs and outro? Uh, no, nope. That'll uh, do it for me, man. Uh, really great episode. Uh, I freaking love it. All right. Uh, where can the people find you on the internet, Wade? Y'all can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J W A D E one, one, three, four. What else? What else do you do? Um, I I host Sen Afterlife, which is an Sen Live after show. I am co-host of Go Get That Rose, which is a Bachelor Nation podcast, which will be kicking back up into full gear here in January when Sweet Puppy Dog Pete makes his uh makes his debut for uh, for the season, and we'll get to see what what hot uh what hot girls they put in front of him. <laughs> Hannah B is coming back, maybe to cause some mischief. Maybe just to say hi. I don't know, but it looks like some crazy stuff's going to go down there. Um, but yeah, uh, this show here, and uh, we got some other stuff in the works. So I'm uh, I can be found all over uh, this Merc with the Movie blog feed. So awesome! You guys can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You can also find me. I do an podcast with my afterlife co-host mike mixtape we re talking yeah we watch a recap every episode of power rangers dino thunder wade was supposed to be on the show but he flaked on us and we hate him now and he's never going to be on uh well, act- I, I bought heads and shoulders dude so i should be good <laughs> from now on and, and and you know what me threatening you to never be on the power rangers podcast actually probably isn't much of a threat uh, uh <laughs> Uh, that's at go into the grid on Twitter and on the Mercury movie blog feed. I am also one of the co-hosts of afterlife, the unofficial Clyde alive after show where I Mike mixtape and Sarah talk about the week of Clyde live every week. Uh, we usually go a little crazy. 
as for this show and others, you can find this show and others on the Merc with the Movie blog feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. And you can also follow Merc with the Movie blog on Twitter with at Movie Blog Merc. Wade, uh, I'm going to ask you this. We can cut it out if it's not a thing anymore. Uh, are we still doing stuff on YouTube? Uh, yes. Is yes, everything um, getting uploaded? We- we're a little bit we're a little bit behind at the moment, but okay. I am going to see about getting that stuff up here shortly. Um, we're about a week behind uh, okay. on uploading some of our shows onto YouTube, uh, but right. that is still a thing. Yes, so all right. So I will say that you can also find our shows, some of them on YouTube, uh, as they go up. Yep. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time for the last episode of the Mandalorian review show. Uh, hopefully, maybe maybe when season two comes out, we'll do it again. Uh, oh, I'm down for I'm, sure. I'm also down. Uh, as always, thanks you guys for listening. This is the way. <laughs>